Um, okay. Be very, very straightforward. There's one kind of situation in life that you really have to watch out for. Problem is, it's very hard to watch out for it. That is when a person is lost and totally unaware that they have a major problem that's going on, which could happen um, to really uh, very well-meaning people. Um, Shiva's Chavachis talk a lot about um, some of the worst mass murderers of history started off um, only wanting to bring good to mankind. But uh, they got off course because uh, they held that the end justifies the means. So what could stand in the way of uh, their good plans? And then things got really bad. Oh, now, do you think they realized? You can be sure they didn't realize. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of Dale Carnegie, you know, <laughs> How to Win Friends and Influence People. Well, the first chapter has some quotations from some of the uh, really hush of gangsters and other fine characters with the one recurring theme that they don't know why, you know, anybody's pursuing them. They never, you know, try to do any harm to anybody in their life. Al Capone said, I just wanted people to enjoy the finer things of life. V'chahina, <laughs> v'chahina. Um, and in a very, very, in a very real, realistic way, uh, if you go around the world and try to find somebody who would admit and say, yes, I am a villain of the worst order, I don't think you'll find it. Only find people saying... I'm just trying to, you know, do the, you know, just trying to get through the day. There's nothing that I'm doing here. There's nothing that I, that I could find a way to do anything different. Um, so, so we know that it could be extreme examples, but even not like such, a, you know, sort of like world famous extreme extreme examples. It could happen in uh, in more ordinary people's lives. That's the really totally unaware of what's going on. And the kids really go really bad. So what we need the most is essentially to be protected against that. To be able to have in place whatever we could try to put in place to keep ourselves essentially in the safer area where <clears throat> even if we have some major issue that's affecting us and has the potential to take us over, that we can realize maybe when it's happening. It's good to have somebody you could turn to and call and say, you know, I think maybe there's something that I need to talk about where you could be very comfortable. And if you have that in your life, try to keep that contact going. And if you don't have that yet, hope you find it. It's a really worthwhile thing to have. So what's really at the root of this is essentially becoming okay with having some very major struggle or major problem or something to deal with that is really uh, tough. Um, 
So why is that, why is that itself so hard? <coughs> so I think that uh, there's a prevailing mindset that, so, you know, the good, successful people don't have struggles. And if you do, that means that somehow it's just not really okay. You don't really have it all together. Something is the matter. Shiva used to say, every person that comes thinks that they have a problem that no one else has anything like that. And it's really the same thing as everybody else has. <laughs> so why does everybody think like mine is unique or some other assuming that's other people, uh, they look okay, you know. There doesn't, I don't see anything uh, such a, so problematic. So I'm the one who has something that no one else has. So there are places where we see this, this challenge itself of being resistant to, or maybe sometimes when it's, uh, you know, very evident, being very... Um, sort of <coughs> down about it. In some places, there's a famous letter from Rav Wittner, a Talmud wrote to him about um, struggling with the Sahara and feeling very down about himself because of his failures. And Rav Wittner wrote back to him that um, he was for sure going to succeed and this is nothing to be uh, broken about. And on the contrary, when you're struggling with the eight Saharas, when you are the most like the great people of our history, and the, and the unfortunate thing is that we only read about them in the description of the very high level that they reached after all their uh, days and years of really having to battle. So uh, it's a very false perception that uh, if... Uh, if I do have to fight with the Eight Sahara, that means that I'm not with those G'daylim. Now, why somebody would think about himself that, you know, he should be in the company, but it's okay, but somehow, like, it means that I have no shaykhs to these great people. So, uh, you know, that could be one cause, but uh, I imagine there's other, other good causes. Uh, Volby is touching on uh, one place how a person thinks that uh, if he's attacked by the Sahara, that's a raya, that he's not a Balmaila. He thinks of himself as a person, he's involved in learning, he's, he's, he has a good self-image, then all of a sudden he's attacked by the Sahara, and that has the danger of like just blowing apart his good self-image. So he says that uh, what, the, what the tendency is to sort of like ignore it, push it aside, not give it proper attention. And that's very unfortunate because it brings there, and I found it also in the Ramchal, that every person has the unique Mulchemes HaYetzer that they have to face. And the place where uh, that is taking place is the place that I can really find my true growth. My unique contribution to even the whole Klal Yisrael. So, there are um, so good, good causes that uh, 
sort of make it hard for us to embrace that aspect of life of having challenges of all sorts and maybe especially challenges with the Sahara, challenges with Midas challenges with my whole uh, feeling about myself so the question would be uh, what could help us be more accepting or actually more able to use it as it's meant to be used what is it really all about so I think there's not a simple process because if there's something that I'm essentially resisting I would rather it not be that way my, my, my initial perception is that you know B'nai shouldn't have this kind of problem that I'm having um, if I have this problem that means that mm-hmm. I, I don't really have the cheshivas that I thought I was worthy of in my, even my own eyes it could be resistance should I give him washroom? like what are you talking about? <laughs> oh we can give a very simple muscle, of course, it applies to a whole variety of things. Let's say, you know, um, um, it takes me a little bit longer to get the shear, to get shot. Or maybe sometimes I don't get it, and I see other people are getting it. Um, there was one. One summer, I was sitting in my basement, starting to prepare a little bit for the, for what I thought would be the first sugya of the next month, ready, you know, giving shear, and having a lot of problems, very confused, and had the thought to myself, okay, I guess this is how it's supposed to be, you know, starting the union, and there's a lot of things that aren't clear, and I guess that's how it's supposed to be. Then I had like a wake up, called epiphany. One second. I never thought that way before. In the past, it was always like, oh man, what's the matter with me? I can't get shot. Other people could get shot. I can't get shot. I don't know what's like, why, why can't I? Why am I not good enough? And now all of a sudden, it was okay. I don't know what happened. I had no explanation. Was giving a shear? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, Until Rebbe was giving shear, Rebbe often felt that everybody else was getting shot better than Rebbe? That's, that's, a, that's like a natural kind of mindset. You know, you can always find somebody to compare to who, like, you think they don't have. Of course, I had enough intellectual knowledge, you know. Even the Rashiva himself would, would, would share sometimes with me. Because it would apparently, you know, sometimes be difficult, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> trying to figure things out. We had in the blotch here one time, it was like total confusion, total mud. Then I did it on the smicha bechina, because I had to stall, because there was some stuff I didn't get to. So we got Eidashat Yochel Lazima by Shtar, so we're trying to figure out Pshat and Eidashat Yochel Lazima by Shtar. And my friend got drawn in to try to figure out Pshat. 45 minutes we were going, it was like, Total mess, total mess, total confusion, total mess. 
Like, you know, like, like, the, like the Giants running out the clock, you know, like <laughs> playing ball control. Okay, so, so, uh, but they, and they, they could be, and they could be, you know, other, other Yetzirahs, you know, we have it. Sometimes it could be Amidas, you know, competition, jealousy. There's like more inadequacy. It could be like, want to be on top, want to be ahead. This could be, it could be, could get very bad, yeah. You could try to, you know, compete with people that you really should not be trying to compete with. And anyway, every person is Olamol with Riyasamoy, and there's no meaning to a comparison and competition LPMS anyway. But so you can get drawn into that, and uh, you can get to a very bad place, I can testify. So, um, and this, this letter of Hutner is it's, it's Pashtus, it's, you know, in your Netaiva, it's a horror. That'll be the pastures. So a person could think, like, you know, oh, this is this is this is this, I, I can't this can't possibly be okay, you know. So then I have to deny it. Essentially, that that's where like you can get lost if you don't want to see reality. It could take over. There's such a thing. It's good I to know about this because sometimes you see or hear things like. Can't understand how could that possibly happen to somebody who was, like, was apparently like a respectable person. There is a kayak in a person um, that can only be described as the seichel going down, like a computer goes down and you can't get any information out of it. There's such a thing as the intellect is arrested, is paralyzed. Chosavos talks about the Yitzhara taking over the kayak seichel. But there will be only irrational thinking going on. Like, like, like an addict who says, I can have another drink, I can have one more drink, I'll be fine. And next thing you know, he's unconscious. So it's magical thinking. That is the kayak in a person. Um, <laughs> why did you make this? Uh-huh. That's a good, good question. Why do you make all these kinds of struggles? That's, that's the real, that's, that's the good question. We hope to try to get to that. But we've got to go step by step. So what's the real first step? For a person to be, be accepting of the fact that he has any kind of real struggle. There could be other things in life too. Very commonly, parents are the last ones to realize that the child has some kind of a problem, developmental issue. Other people can notice the parents don't see it. Why? Because they don't want to see it, because it's too painful to them too frightening to them, so they don't see it. So there could be all kinds of things that... So what, do we, what, what could help us to be able to see the reality of our situation in life? That could help us to get started. What's the, what, what we think is the basic I mean, starting like, point? I mean, like, big, like, you know, broad, general problems, like, like somebody's, like, you know, like lots of like, someone's like very insecure, someone's very like depressed, or even like small, like, like on it could, minor it could, level. Right, it could apply on a whole gamut. It could, be, it could apply, of course, on very big things, which could have the most severe kind of repercussions, take me to really bad places. Or it could be milder, but also still affecting my life, and it would be better for me if I could be fully aware of it then be able to try to find a way to address it. 
So I'm afraid that a lot of times what happened, what could happen is this is this is not simple, but I think I think if you'll watch for it you may notice it. That we we may try to fix something without really fully accepting its reality. There's levels of denial. There could be like denial, I'm totally unaware what's going on. There could be like it's not really a big deal. It really shouldn't be there. It's going to go away. I could get rid of it. We'll do this, we'll do that, and it'll be gone. Say, no, no, no. It's not going to be gone so, so simply and so easily or so quickly. So, or maybe not the way that I'm, I might even try to more readily get rid of it. What's that all coming from? That's because I'm not really... Accepting, able to accept that there is this major issue or somewhat <laughs> significant issue. So I have to tell myself it's not a big deal. That's what Rasa Volby writes. It's like, you know, I push it aside. I tell myself, uh, I, I'll change or, or they should change, whatever it might be. That person has to change. They have to be different. And then it'll be okay. And I'll just tell them and then they'll stop doing it. And then, and no, then I'm just going to stop doing it. <laughs> this is going to be with you. So there could be levels. So it could be like semi-denial. I, I don't really... And it, but it could be enough to make the difference of whether I see the real reality of the situation or I misrepresent it. I, I view it in a way where something small, minimal, superficial, temporary, and really that may not be its real true nature. comes to mind could be a little bit of an illustration I read something one time <clears throat> I think it was in Mishpacha magazine or one of those about a mother that was struggling um, with being very angry at her children and she tried all kinds of things and was still not able to get it under control until finally she got a diagnosis that this is a certain kind of a depression even though, even though she tried like very good methods, very like very sincerely, was not successful, she finally got a diagnosis that there's some kind of a depression that causes the anger. And when she got some kind of medical help, it was it was enough to help her to be able to basically be successful. <clears throat> so then, if she were just like you know kept telling herself, no, I could do it, I could do it, I could do it. And nothing would have changed. We never would have kept searching until she found that really was something that was not in her power to control by herself. So, so what would be the first step to be able to actually see the reality? So this is no chiddush, but I think the basic. Like, it's interesting, each one needs the other, really. But the basic first step is that we have to have the emuna that everything that exists in our life is the creation of Hashem for our benefit. How do we know that? How can we be certain about that? How can we feel confident about that? Um, it's not so complicated. <laughs> 
You can shut it off. It's okay. Is that a shut? Okay, you don't have to. Um, so, so we, we know very well why did Hashem make the entire world? Why did Hashem make the initial creation? What's the purpose, the basis, the purpose of creation? It's Ayulam Chesed Yibana, or like Ramchal says, Lahaytiv Mituvayiz Barach Lebiyosav. The purpose of the initial creation was only to bestow Hashem's good. That's Hashem's purpose. How much? Of course, the maximum that we can receive. Um, how often does that creation take place? Okay, we all know. Constantly. B'chadash <laughs> B'tuvoy. It's not just, you know, B'chol Yoy, B'chol Leis, B'chol Rega. The Art Seven says, Yitzhiyash Mitzrayim, one Jew is drink, the Jew is drinking water, the Mitzri is drinking blood. See, the Abish is creating the world, and for each Yachit, individually, as is meant to have it. So it's ongoing creation. And what is the purpose of the ongoing creation, the same purpose as initial creation, only for the sake of bestowing the maximum good that a person could possibly receive and to help him have everything he needs for that purpose. So, if we're confident, if we know the truth, that's... uh, Everything that exists in our life is only creation of Hashem. And nothing that exists by itself. It's only Hashem creating it. And it's only for the purpose of our benefits because that's the only purpose that Hashem has to bestow good to us. So that means that anything that we might have, any difficult, crazy, weird life situation, Sometimes the strangest is the hardest part of it um, that exists is Hashem's creation for our greatest benefit. Even if it doesn't change a bit, if we can be aware, be accept, okay, this is what Hashem wants to exist in the Bria, in my life, that's what Hashem knows is what is right and good and maximally beneficial for me. As possible for me to understand as it might be. But this much I know. The creation of Hashem for my benefit. So that can hopefully enable a person to be able to actually be aware of their life situation and not to have to deny it and not to have to resist it and not to have to believe that it's just going to go away because I could I could be able to to know it to be aware of it if I, if I have enough of a understanding and a confidence and a trust that whatever Hashem is making is for my benefit so then I'll be able to actually notice and discover and see the reality of my life situation. I won't be afraid to discover it. 
I'll be able to be okay. Even if it is what I'm, <laughs> like, you know, maybe quite afraid that it might really be. That's what Hashem wants. It sounds like a very high level, as I'm, as I'm describing it. But um, we can't argue that it's part of the mitzvah of Avos Hashem that we say twice a day. Whatever Hashem brings to us. So if it's the mitzvah of the Torah, so we have to believe that. Uh, Why is that true? We could do that. <laughs> what? Why is my mitzvah to love Hashem totally unbelieving that everything He's doing is good for me? Um. Oh. Could be there could be a love everything Hashem gives to me, even without this element. The Ramchal says there's two madrigas of the Ayyav Hashem. There's one form, Machmas, the fact that I know it's, it's, it's for my benefits. There's even a higher level that whatever is from Hashem I accept, even without the aspect of it being for my benefits, which is true, but he doesn't even need that. The there's such a level of Ava. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's loving very... what Hashem gives me in the midst of Abba's Hashem, or loving Hashem? Um, loving Hashem with everything that He gives me. Okay, this is the ready pratim. Circle it. Let's come back to it. <laughs> but the basic, the basic, you know, concept of accepting anything from Hashem, we you know, is very fundamental. Not should we should we shouldn't like you know fool ourselves to think that it is easy and simple. No, it's not easy and simple. But uh, we have to hope that it's in our ability, even if it takes some time to get there. This is a very interesting uh, peerish of the Eben Ezra. By the mitzvah of says, going to do the Torah says we should not collect the goyim, used to cut themselves out of the pain of the loss of a beloved person. So the Torah says that Israel is not allowed to do that. And the Pasuk describes it with starting with the words so the Avinu says that whatever Hashem is doing is for our benefit and then he adds and if you don't understand you should rely upon Hashem like young children like rely upon the parents even if sometimes they don't really know exactly so we can also relate to Hashem like a young child okay we're trusting relying upon Hashem <laughs> but um once we rely, and we could accept whatever Hashem is sending, then something very interesting happens. Then a person can be relaxed, can be calm. Because I can accept this. And even, even with the awareness of it, I could first come to the awareness of it. I can really know the truth and still be accepting. But then my approach is a very different approach. Because then it could be with, with my seichel being able to function properly. Because I'm the menucha. A person is disturbed and in pain and in and resistance. Then they can't really think clearly. I can't really understand what this could be um, you know, meant for, for, for my personal growth or, or what I could do to improve it because I'm not really able to think clearly if I'm not calm. Uh, the morale of us on the Mishnah 
It says that one of the things that Torah's nickname is Simcha, he brings the Gemara, Shmaitza Boitzi Lusa. Learning needs a clear mind. It has to be Benucha, has to be Besimcha, in order to be able to think clearly. So that applies to all life situations. That's, we have to be able to think clearly about it. So if I could be accepting of it, and then the real truth is that I can't even really be accepting of it until I really know what it is, because I don't know what I'm accepting. <laughs> so we have to have the muna, to have the awareness. And then once I have the awareness, then I could first really have the muna. So it's like, oh, Hashem is sending me this. Okay. I'm a couple. I don't understand why. I don't know yet how this is going to be used, but I could be Makabalit. That's, that's very powerful. That's a very great spiritual achievement. There's this piece in Chachmamus from Simchazism was writing to somebody you know, who's going through some, something very difficult. He says, I know that, that you're a Makabalist, Bermuna, like David Melech said, and Chesed, and Mishpar, and Shira, and you should know that the Schar Muna is the greatest, the greatest Schar is for Muna. So uh, that's really a really big deal to be able to do that. <coughs> okay, so what's next? So after we are aware. <laughs> But we still would like to know, like, why is Hashem giving us a very powerful challenges and struggles and difficult situations? What is it really all for? How does it help us? How do we use it? What's like? What's what's the system? How is it working? So, uh, if anybody wants to take a shot at that, I'll let them. <laughs> Why do we need to have, you know, battling with the eight Well, like, what is that? Why is what? Either for What's it? What's it really for? What's it? What's it for? What? Can 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 you spell it out? Can you put it out on the table? Yeah, go ahead. Um. I, I, I think I need more information. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, 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 Pass it back. We're looking at the at the eleven, the right column, the eleventh line. Okay, sure. This is a very interesting piece. I was really gonna guess. Okay, the base, the concept, I'm sure you know already, but the way he writes it is a little bit uh, a little bit different. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sure. Okay, we're in the hurry. Okay. As, long as, as long as there's one left, anybody else? Okay. Who needs? Okay, sure, sure. Okay. 
So let's take a look here, the 11th line. The Naral is coming to explain the Mishnah that says, Lefum Tzaira Agra. Why is the Tzachar the Mitzvah in accordance with the difficulty? Now, typically, the simple translation is like Tsar, pain, difficulty. Maral is explaining it a little bit different than that. So, okay, that may be a little bit of a Tzarachin. But uh, what, what he's saying here is definitely very Kedai to see. So, he says, If a Tirich there, the answer to this is, Somebody said, okay, that, that part was right. Schar from Hashem for those that do his mitzvahs, that do his ratzayn. Because a person, through the mitzvahs, is bringing himself closer to Hashem. Okay, here we go. This is really Kedai to spell out very, you know, clearly, simply, even if it's just uh, very uh, familiar, it's good to chazer over. We could think in terms of like, I could do the mitzvahs. Why does it have to be with difficulty? Why does it have to be so, so challenging? But then we have to ask ourselves, well, what's the purpose of the mitzvahs? What are the mitzvahs meant to accomplish? Why did Hashem give us the mitzvahs? What are the mitzvahs themselves really all about? From Hashem's perspective, why is Hashem giving it to us? Well, our perspective would say, oh, Hashem commands it, we have to listen. Okay, very nice. But why is Hashem giving it? Hashem doesn't need to command. <laughs> Hashem is only giving it as the system of our be- being able to gain the maximum good that is possible to gain. Where is that good to be found? In Hashem Himself. Yes. By now you guys should know this by heart. You know. I'm sure I've said it enough times to but it's okay. I don't mind being a broken record on this. Not one bit. <laughs> <laughs> that good is only to be found in Hashem. Hashem is the root of all the and only root of all good. So all the mitzvahs are just the means of our coming close, connecting, being conditioned, being able to receive the good of Hashem Himself. That's the way Amchal describes it. All aspects of shleimus, of goodness, are just the presence of Hashem. And his closeness. And everything in the opposite direction is just Hester Hashem is concealed. Hashem is closest, is not there. It's the absence of the closest to Hashem. So that's all that's being accomplished through all the mitzvahs. And that's what enables the person to receive the schar. The schar is not just like a big prize. The schar is a person has brought himself close to Hashem. Lashon Ramchal is like like holding on to a branch that connects to the roots, like Onafelashemish. He has a line there. Maybe we should have done that piece, but okay, different time. He he has a line there. He's Oichez Boyes Barach. He's holding. I almost can't repeat it. Those are the words. Oichez Boy. 
don't trust me. Looking at Perry Base. Okay. I know the Shiv has a safe. They're locked up somewhere, but they have. <laughs> a bunch of them around. Okay. So, so how is a person? How is a person able to receive the schar of Hashem? It's not just a, a condition. You have to earn it to get it. It's not a matter of being being deserving. It's a matter of making it possible. How can a person receive the good of Hashem only if he's like Hashem? How does he become like Hashem? By becoming a person who is a person himself of Shlemus. Then he can have a real true connection. It has to come through our effort. Okay, we have to add this it's a little bit. I'm not sure it's exactly the same. The Ramchal says, Hashem Shlemus is of Hashem himself. So Hashem can't just give it to us. Then it won't be of ourselves. It won't, we won't be like Hashem. How can we be like Hashem? Only if our aspect of being like Hashem is truly like Hashem. That's ours. So we are the Baal of it. We create it. We choose it. We make it part of us. Of course, with Hashem's help. But we do a significant part of, of that so that it's becoming ours. That's because we're daimitim, or is that sense right? That's the word. We're somewhat daimit Hashem, whose shleimus is innate, who must be. We cannot be like Hashem in that way, because that's only Hashem. But the next closest thing is, the person acquires it himself. It's his. You own it. You truly own it. Okay, now watch what's coming here. There's something here that is just unbelievable. He certainly the one who serves the king. He certainly comes close to the king. The and when he comes when he comes close to the king, It's fitting that his good and his royalty should come, his greatness, his kingliness should come to those who are close to him. And they are his nation who are attaching themselves to him. And not to those that are far away. As we'll explain. Because a person. When he fulfills the will of Hashem with pain, with difficulty. He's closer than the one who fulfills it without Tsar. I think the said all his learning was in the manner of overcoming Tsar. His this this was explains that the Tsar is according to the pain and difficulty. Here's here's he's going to explain now. Vidavar's there. Sometimes the morale seems to be somewhat repetitious. Um, you have to be okay with that, not to worry about it too much. Vidavar's there because we can't really, you know, be masbert. Vidavar's there. Kikasha yesh laadam meineyal is karev el echad. A person has a prevention, a barrier to come close to. Another one. 
Vahu Bakoichai Uvigvurasai Biyad Khazakashalai with his might and his strength and his strong arm. And I imagine that we could also include in his good understanding, because very often the real Iker is not willpower against the Eight Sahara, but it's a deeper understanding of what's really good, what's really enjoyable, what really is meaningful, what I'm really all about. So it's not only a matter of, you know, fighting with might, it's, of course, fighting with good learning and good understanding. So when he uses his might and he pushes away, he pushes away the, the barrier and he comes close. You'll see with this, how great is his strength to attach himself there. And how close he is to the one who is coming close to. Because he's able to push away that prevention. So you see, he has the inner closeness. If he's able to push away and overcome the barrier, the prevention, and come close to the other one, so you see, he has that inner inner core closeness that is the driving force behind his efforts. The kach, this seems to be talked about even by, by a person in a human relationship. There could be barriers that need to be overcome or somehow removed. And in the same manner, when a person is in the mitzvah or even bitzar, he's coming close to Hashem with his strength, with his might, even against that prevention. This will show the great closeness that he has to Hashem. He has the great closeness. So it sounds like it's not just that he's forging the closeness. It's not just creating the closeness. It seems like a major part of it is the self-discovery of the inner innate closeness that exists of the neshama to Hashem. <laughs> that what a person is accomplishing, I don't know if it's in totality or at least in a major way, is just becoming aware of who he truly is. Just like the Iker is becoming aware of Hashem, he's becoming aware of his own true inner closeness to Hashem, that he's able to overcome that barrier. He's able to succeed in that struggle. <laughs> because what is at the root of it? So this sounds like how does he become truly in possession of, the, of his shlemus? Is by his knowledge, by his awareness of it. It's really in the shum already. 
but there's something that is like blocked. The, the person, okay, the neshama, the person who, who, who is who, okay, don't ask me, but <laughs> he has the innate koach. It has the innate koach, but it is not, it's not complete. What's lacking? We, we think of it in terms of like, you know, you have clay, you have to make something out of it. You have to use it. You have to make it grow. It's a plant. You know, you water it. It's going to grow. It'll blossom. It seems to me here that at least an Iker aspect is, it could be like the Rishama has it all, but the Rishama doesn't know it yet. <laughs> That's what the Rishama is lacking. The, the knowledge of its own closest to Hashem. And how does it gain that knowledge and that awareness? By those barriers being overcome. Or how did I overcome this barrier? Because I want to be close to Hashem. Deep down. That's what's empowering me. That's what's enabling me. No? Okay. I don't know if this really matters so much, but I just thought it was very interesting. Yeah. That it could be, this is how I'm kind. How am I kind of the shlemus? How do I become the bala shlemus? Just by becoming aware of it. Like imagine somebody's a multimillionaire. He doesn't know. It's the zero, it's the zero. <laughs> he, has, he has $100 million in his bank accounts. He's totally unaware of it. Does he have it? Does he have it? He has no knowledge of it. He's, does he really possess it at that time? I mean, you know, it belongs to him, but... He doesn't know about it, so he can't use it. He, he has no connection to it. Seems like the, if he discovers somehow, it doesn't <laughs> usually it wouldn't happen, you know, like uh, through years and years of work. But if somehow, through, through real good, solid searching, researching, you know, he discovered, I owned $100 million. Oh, then he became the, the true owner, the possessor of all that wealth. Doesn't the Ramchal mean it's not like you have to be quiet? Like, I mean... Isn't the classic? I mean, is it it's, zero? It's, it's okay if there's some some differences. That's okay. Something this is definitely it's definitely very chiddushtik. Right. You're not going to find this anyplace else. But but it, it's like you know, it's, it's very hard to know exactly what does the neshama have innately. Neshama is a chelik alakamimal. Is the neshama changing? Is the neshama morphing? Is the neshama developing? There is a concept the neshama can even become upgraded. I've seen like. The concept of like even a person could be have been, have been given a neshama of a lower level, he could work with it, he could develop it, it could like raise his whole innate madrega. So like the simple understanding that we're used to is like it's a potential right. state, and it has to come into its full actuality. Right. This sounds like maybe it's all there. You have to know it. You have to know that you have closest to Hashem. How do you know? By going, by overcoming that barrier, by going through that struggle, by going through the fight to come close to, by putting in the effort to gain the understanding of what enables me to see truth and not be deluded by falsehood and dimion and silliness and who knows what else. That's how I become aware of my true essence, which is one with Hashem already. And then it's mine. But, okay, I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> Definitely interesting. How do I know who I am? Unless I go through that. But not in the form of like I did it, you know. Look how great I am! I did it. No, I was able to do it. What are, what are, what are wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I never could have thought I would be able to do this 
oh, that means that I have within me the kayak that I could understand, I could gain this understanding because it's really, because the kayak for it, you know, it's hard to know. Some yeah. things has to be matana from Hashem. So could, could I have had it before? Is it really there? I don't know. It's, hey, what, it's, what it's not so clear, but what are mitzvahs, what at least this is at least an aspect. What? What? It's all of you to Hashem. No, I thought you already already have a cure. It's just to be megala. To, to well, no, he's referring specifically to a case where there's tsar, where there's a mania, the Indian of 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 of, um, of the form of tsar agra is because there's a barrier, there's a prevention, and I'm able to overcome that prevention, and through that I. I come closer. He said he's saying both things really. I come closer, and I discover, which seems to be having some role to play, and I discover. So I don't know if it has to be only that, but and I discover how close I am, innately, that I was able to through that innate koach overcome this barrier and come closer. Why does it have to be innate? It is innate. No, no. What is it? A barrier to a barrier to discovering the the closeness? Pashas is the you know unless in the mashal with people, it's a barrier to to keeping you away from it. But if you're already close, then what is it a barrier to? But that that closeness is more like latent. It's more. The barriers that you shouldn't. More within me. The koach is within me. Like let's take as the mashal, koach of. The, the of cholesterol, love for another Jew. We're not walking around, you know, every day, you know, feeling it, in touch with it. There could be certain like situations, unique situations, that bring it out, that we discover. Oh, we have this within ourselves. So that could be true about a lot of things that we don't really know what what good koach there is in there. So when there's something that really takes that good effort, but what's really behind that good effort? If the good effort is just being made, you know, out of, I don't know, it could be all, all kinds of reasons. If it's for some other reason, then it may not show it to me. But where the good effort is being made for its best good reason, he has that innate koach of closest to Hashem. He wants to actualize that. He wants to remove this barrier. He wants to find a way to get over it, or get under it, or get around it, or dissipate it. That's only so soft. that will be... Or so that's, there's other... It seems like like whatever it would be, somehow... I know it's hard to know, because what does it mean? Because it's tsar, therefore I'm not going to do the mitzvah. So it doesn't seem to us that tsar always means that have like a harder choice whether to do it or not. The way that my Ra's describing, it seems like it's something where it's hard to do it. It's hard to accomplish it. Is that the only way of connecting but, but with Hashem? I, I, don't know if, I don't know if all cases of Tsar is like that, so that's a little bit of Tsarachi. But there is a, a greater connection being made when I have to overcome that barrier which, which, which causes a greater connection and also reveals to me that source, that root source. Is no Are there two connections? of connection. Are there two <laughs> Are there connection outside and innate connection? It ultimately there... becomes within the person, of course. But there could be, so to speak, like what I'm, what I'm gaining, what I'm adding. There could also be that's well, that's really there. 
innately in potential. Like one of the descriptions of the, the concept of Nisayim is the, the, the Koach is within, you know he has it, but he needs the actual Nisayim, the Akedah, to bring it out into the Maisa in a full, complete way. He needs to actually go through it. Well, but doesn't Hashem know that he could go through it? So it means he really has it. He has it, but it's not... I don't know how to describe this. So why is it brought out? I don't know how, don't know how to like put this into words. That is the nature of a, that is the nature of Hashem's creation. Is there anything that, that this uh, is actual challenge to Avram of bringing Yitzhak to the Akedah b'Simcha, which he did? The actual doing it otherwise was Avram not going to do it. Of course, he was going to do it. Varai did it. <laughs> the actual doing it, not just going through motions. There is effort. There's, there's something that's being put into it. Can we pinpoint it? We can't really pinpoint it. Most times we can't pinpoint it. We're like we're actually the, the choices being made, the decisions being made. There are rare times that we can like mamish be self-aware. Like, oh, I have a choice to make over here. So get this guy back, or just let it go. Okay, I'll let it go. <laughs> there are rare times that we can like notice the Bechira taking place in real time. Not so common. Most of the time it's more subtle. We can't really pinpoint, okay, here's where I did it. But over in general we know that. So these, the whole hey, gamut, the sometimes there may be nothing that we can do. And just the Shlemus is from the Amuna. I'm accepting this being part of my life. This, as it is, the fullness of it, what it is. Where, which I can't do anything about. But that can only be decided if at least I have the good Seichel to be able to see, be aware, maybe consult, try to figure out. And then, <clears throat> if I see that there's nothing that can be done, or at least not right now, okay, I'm a Kabbalist. But if there's something that could be done, so then it's for me to try to do, to try to search, to try to find. How is Rory connecting the two things? Meaning... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You have to... <laughs> Again, the, fir- the, the, the first step is the awareness. That's based on Emuna. Whatever Hashem is sending me is good. Okay, now how do I... What's it really all about? Can we understand it? Can, well, what, why taka? Are these things for our benefit? Okay, we know in a general sense, whatever Hashem is making is chesed. If we can understand Hashem's chesed, how it's working, how we can sort of work with it, we should try. So I think this helps a little bit. Maybe. That if now, now we have to be, we have to be um, cautious about one thing. There could be sometimes nisyonos that we don't see so easily how it is that we're able to be successful. On the one hand, we have a, a concept that Hashem is not causing a person to be, to be nikshal. On the other hand, there may be some times where it's very hard for us to see how right away, especially the Gros says in Mishle, person has to go step by step in Torah. In, first he says about Midas, and he says even about Torah and Mitzvahs. You know, so... There could be times where it's not really clear to us how we have really full ability to be successful about this. I had one occasion, some kind of a financial situation, whatever. 
I couldn't even say 100% for sure who it was that was at fault, but I was somehow quite certain. It was like, whoa, what kind of sin I had for that person. No intention for it, just like, whoa. It's like, I thought I had some bitachin. Well, I guess not. <laughs> it was like, whoa, baby. Wow. It was like, oh, scary. Can we get some details maybe? <laughs> It's just somebody caused like a major financial harm. It's like that, that you know, I didn't think it was justified, whatever it was. Oh, it was weird. It was like, like, just like it was natural reflex. It was like, it was terrible. But I didn't even, I had no idea what to do. Well, I had, it was, it was, okay, it was what it was, but it wasn't good. Now, now, was there Bechira to, so you can say, well, if I had worked in my bitachin earlier, before, then, oh, this never would have happened. I could be, you know, who knows, we can't pinpoint. But, but, but as it was, that was like a major powerful thing that needed to be addressed. It was like so weird, it was like, just like, who knows what. I definitely never heard anything of this stuff, you know, at that time, so. But, uh, like... Yeah, this 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 nakud about like a real you know somebody who's who supposed to have a munda bitachon is like in yeshiva koyel this like you know they're not supposed to feel that way. That was definitely part of the mix. But so there could be things where like okay, I don't see right away how I can. So you can't let that like you know get to us like like oh like okay so then you just give up. You have to be patient. You have to look for. For, for different ways, we can look for aids, look for help. Look for, sometimes you don't see the solution right away, but like you know, try to be try to be okay with that, so that I could I could allow this to be part of my life. Not 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 that that means that I'm not a bentayra. Not have to deny deny it, and just let it get totally out of control. Be aware of it, accept from Hashem, try to find the answer, and know that that process of working to try to find the best way to be smarter, stronger, happier, is a great avoid, it's a great accomplishment. That's what's bringing me close to Hashem. Yeah, you got a question? Okay. And if it's is not it's connected to is it like this is not the second step where we talk about like seeing past denial. It's just tangentially. This is this is just helping to understand how those great challenges are helping us in a very clear way. No, but what about, why, why the, is the it more difficult, the bigger the barrier. Yeah, what about the ones that feel like okay, you can't overcome? very simplistic, you know. The ones that you feel like you can't overcome. Somebody are... that, you know, they get thrown, they can't sleep more than six hours a night, and that's so hard to wake up for shachas. Okay, so they get out of bed and they go to shachas. Somebody that could sleep, you know, really good, nine hours, no problem, and, you know, they, it's, it's harder to get out, you know. So they go, why do I have to have this problem that, you know, I sleep in, well, all my friends have no problem like that. Oh, man, that means I'm no good. I'm not a bentaira. Or, don't worry, tomorrow I'll wake up. It's not a problem. Tomorrow I'll wake up. Same thing next day. Same thing next day. So I have to realize, so it's talking not so easy for me. This is an issue. There's something that's keeping me in bed. Maybe I don't want to face the day. Maybe there's something that, like, you know, <laughs> I think I'll be happier if I stay in bed. Of course, I really won't be, but I'm telling myself that maybe I will be. And, you know, so okay, I have to realize, I have to realize this is something that's, 
This could be a window. This could be a bulb is bringing. Ramchal is saying every person has his. Where are you? The line. It's an amazing. Couple of lines in the Ramchal. This, this is this is this is Ramchal. I've always bringing from Rab Tzadik, you know. That's later. This is Ramchal. L'chol ish v'ish mibnei adam chelik miyuchad banisayin u'melchemes ayetzer. Every person has a unique portion in being tested and in the battle of the Yetzirah. For who pekudasai u'masai ba'olam azeh, and that is his mission in this world. That is his mission. This is I've always been sort of a topic. Where your Yitzhar is, where your struggle is, that's the place of your shlemus. That's the place where you could grow the most. What's, what's it's in, very interesting that when the Goyim asked what's in the Torah, Hashem told each one the Indian that was the biggest challenge for them. Told Esav, told Yishmael, told Amunamoyev, and they said, We can't keep this. There's Namashat Teva. They didn't want to take it. But why did they hop? That's why this mitzvah is being told to you. And of course, not just the basic level of Neinach, because that's the Chayv already, but all the Madregas of the Torah, because this is what is so difficult for you. So this is your Tafkid and Shleimus. This is what you have to bring out in the Bria to overcome your natural Kayach for Ritzicha and become a Rachamon, to overcome your Etzim Kayach for, 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 for Arayas and become a Kaddish, to overcome your Kayach for Gezel and become Ish Emes, of a higher Madrega than anybody else can reach because you have the pull for the Gezel. Why is that? I'm just trying to explain why they should, why is they should telling them they want to know Mike Sivay. They should tell them exactly the Indian that's the most difficult for them. So tell them some things that are easier, make it a little more more balanced. Okay, there's this, there's this. Hashem tells them one thing. Tells Asaf, Tells Ishmael, Loy Signaif. Tells Almanamoyev, Loy Sinaf. And what do they say back? This is Mamish what? He wants them to turn it down. No, no, no. He was just offering it to them sincerely. And as, you know, the the, the Rebbeinu Bechai says, they were all chaveirim before Matan Taira. V'yishal lishmeisri ehu, v'yishmeisri yusa. They were all called reyim, chaveirim, just when Hashem went for the Torah. They didn't take it. So they stepped out of the achva. Beforehand, they were all, all achva. All, all considered, Hashem was doing nine makas to help the Mishram do tshuva. Nine makas to try to help them to see God live tuvoi to do a tshuva that reaches the highest matriga kisya covet after Montori for the mitzrim yeah for the mitzrim they should we should reach the power should be a melech as the shliach Hashem oh that will be a real covet malchus if we'll do tshuva be over the Hashem why does it have to be one there'll be a chilek of the am Hashem why does it have to be one particular spot for each individual I don't know that's a very good question. But it does seem quite clear, even from the Ramcha. And then he continues, listen to this. Listen to what comes next. Like servants of the king, they're all obeying the king, and amongst all of them, there has to be completed his service. He gives out each one a chilek. Among all of them is completed. 
involved. You believe what it says here. Each person has his mechemes ha-yetzer that is contributing to what needs to be accomplished of the Avodah Sambalach. <laughs> There's a whole Avodah that has to be done. Okay, maybe some people have much bigger Yetzirah. They have a bigger Chelek. And some people have a little smaller, okay, they have a little smaller Chelek. Among Kulom, it has to be accomplished. Among all of them, this Avodah of the Melech will be accomplished. And so if, if it wouldn't be unique, it would be fine. What no, happens to be, this is how they yeah. So it's so, so correct to make it. That each person should have unique. I'm sorry? It could be right. It sounds like that. Even if it ever has uniqueness, why does it have to be one particular, like, Iker? Whatever they saw, why can't it be just a unique combination? That could be, that could be, I don't know, but, but it does seem like there is such an idea of where I find it's like most powerful is the place where, like that's, that's like a directional signal, that's like an arrow. Okay, here is the place where you can really become great. That's where Volvo brings from Rabbi Tzaddik. Okay, but even Michal's Mashma, every person has his unique chilek. It's like the Groa, the, 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 the Chavitz Chaim brings in, in uh, Shame oil and parakeet gimel from the Gra. Every person has a unique chalik and taira. Hobbit's Chaim says, where, where your heart is drawn, mashli bechafetz, that's where, that's the simon where your chalik is. He, he gives a marshal of a, a, a father who left the Yerusha and he told his, his, his children that at the time of the war he buried a treasure for each one of them somewhere at the bottom of the mountain, outskirts of the city. And, they, and of course, they're going to go dig and dig and dig till they find that's Kimat Mainim Tach Basena. Till they find the Chilak and Tara. They keep on digging. That's the Mat that's within the person. So how much is a person's Chilak? One person can have a very big Chilak. One person can have... They came to, they came to uh, Bisros Salanter. They said, you know, your Talmud of Simchazisal, if you wouldn't spend so much time on Musr, it could be much bigger, meaning in learning. So Bishol said, let me ask you, if you have two chalas, one that big, like they have at the chasnas, you know, big chala, but it's a cutoff, it's missing a piece, and you have a small little chala roll, that's sholim, so which one do you make a bracha on? So of course the sholim. So Bishol said, you see, better small, but it's sholim. Besser clean, no else's guns. So we can have a smaller chilek, but that's my chilek. Okay, I'm a Kabbalist. So I'm Samech in it. <laughs> this is the chilek that Shem is giving me. I, I can't do what somebody else is doing. That's okay, that's not my chilek. <laughs> okay, I should try to you know, follow good examples, you know, for other people as much as I can be inspired. But that's not. I'll take the ones more covered. Um, I heard that um, people were asked if you had a choice between being a ten and learning, and the Rebbe thinks you're six. You know, can you imagine which Rebbe? Who asked you this? And uh, <laughs> somebody that I know went around, you know, and uh, or you could be uh, a six and learning, and the Rebbe thinks you're a ten. What would you rather? So, um, see, he discovered that about ninety percent. Um, wanted the second way. 
how does he know? Because he didn't say right away, oh, of course I want to be a ten, I don't care where everything is. Yeah. <laughs> that means that, oh, no, they really can't say right there, everything's. And what's the pshat? What's the pshat? Because the person doesn't yet have, yet, the full awareness of his infinite value. It's, it's, uh, and the Shoma that's created in a manner that can be Davik Bashem. That has the innate Kayach of Dvekis Bashem. He doesn't know that yet. He's not in touch with that yet. How could he be? He's still young. You know, so, what, what's my source of, of, of affirmation that I'm okay? How do we know that I'm good enough? My Rebbe holds me, then I know I'm good. My Rebbe holds me, so I know I'm good. Or whatever other way you have to measure it. There's all kinds of ways of measuring it. If I'm winning in the competition, so then if I'm the winner, could be a poker. I'm, I'm the winner. Of course, it has to be money at stake, because otherwise it doesn't mean that you won. Like, it's, it's meaningless. It has, to be, it has to be some money on the table. And if I'm the winner, then okay, I'm not a loser. I'm the winner. It could be anywhere. It could be in, in you know, millions of dollars. I have on good authority that there's nobody that says, I made my hundred million. Okay, now I'm okay. No, they're not done. Why? Why? They don't have enough money. They, they, they can't spend their money for the rest of their life. It's just about competition. Okay, so what's the competition for? If I'm the winner, then I'm good. Then I'm okay. It's all for the sake of... But, 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 but was anybody aware of that challenge? Is anybody aware that's what's happening? Does anybody know that? That all I'm doing this for is for my terrible, annoying doubt of... Emotional insecurity about my, my self-image? No, no, they think, oh, I want money, I want money. I want to be the richest guy, oh, the covered richest guy. No, no. That's not covered. But, but as a um, Muna, like in that, in that martial, how would like uh, Muna help, how help you do not care? That, that's really the, the, the car and the problem. Because, because I can come to realize that I'm consumed by this pursuit. See, but how's that? Now, why? Now, why? Now, now, now. If, if I could realize that, well, maybe this is not so good. I could have a suffix. Maybe this is really taking me away from what's really valuable and meaningful in life. So then I could notice that, oh, there's, the, there's a force within me that's pulling me away from what's really good for me and my family, etc., in life. So, why should that be? Like, what is this all about? Oh, this is the creation of Hashem. Hashem could have made that I have this awesome power that's pulling me away and shutting down my thinking most of the time to be aware of it uh, towards making money against other much more worthwhile things. So, so could it be that Hashem would make this? Is, 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 is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. Hashem makes a lot of things, and Hashem has a very deep, complex plan. What I mean Hashem could have made this. For what me. I mean to ask is that the person who's... Just able to say, okay, I'm done, that's it. I'm done. I made my hundred million, I'm done. What I mean to say is that the person who's, whoa, who's obsessed... Go, whoa. <laughs> the person who's obsessed... The person who's obsessed... I, I, I read that... Uh, that um, Reichman, he drove a Honda. Moshe Reichman drove a Honda. 
But even at the very most basic step, the most basic kemuna, Shem is the Bayre Eilam continuously for Chesed. Shem is making for me everything that I have in life as crazy as it is. Not as it might be, as it is, as crazy as it is. Sometimes, like years later, we see how, oh, now I have some idea what that was about. That was for how that's now being able to be put to use. Have to be patient. So if I could be okay with Hashem making the world as He sees fit and making my world as He sees fit for His good purpose, okay. So then I'll be able to be aware of what's going on. Am I? Am I being pulled? Am I not in control? Am I? Is my decision is my decision making shut down? Don't have to actively oh, looking for yeah, problems. my decision making is shut down. I am like totally in a zone. I am not even thinking about whether what I'm doing is worthwhile, smart, kedai, etc. I'm just like and how's it totally Muna? taken the, over. How's it whoa, 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 one second. Hashem could have made a kayach in me that I should be taken over. Oh, taka, yeah. Actually, if it exists, that means Hashem made it. Also, why did Hashem make it? For, for my benefits. How is this for my benefits? Well, let's try to figure out. That Does one have to actively benefits. be looking There's a big barrier out. between me and Hashem, this Kayach. Oh, so then there could be a way to get around that barrier, maybe? How's that affected by Atamuna? <laughs> the starting point to be able to have awareness and not be in denial, either totally or at least by Mikzas. Me and Muna. <laughs> what? What's the next point? Does one have to actually be looking for his problems? The next point is okay. I'm ben Menucha. I see what's happening here. Now let me see. Is there anything that I could do with this? Is there any way that I could grow from this? Is there any way that I could maybe improve this, modify this? At least I could think. Why would I, I, could why think. I want to change it? What's that Muna? Because because I don't know. With certainty that Hashem wants it to be this way, yeah, gave it to as as maybe Samita, we try to work at, we try to let's let's let, like the like like the Mile talks about. There's a barrier in a relationship. Does Hashem necessarily want that this should be forever just like that? Maybe Hashem wants me to use my kaiches, my ingenuity, my determination to find a way around that barrier. 
could be that no, Hashem wants us to be there and it will have to be there. But I can't know until I, I make every good effort. I can only make good efforts if I could think clearly. I can only think clearly if I'm calm. I can only be calm if I have true awareness based on a muna of what is happening here. Does one have to actively be seeking out what if is happening? Anything that makes sense, you can feel free to let me know anytime. And if it doesn't, you can definitely have to let me know right away. Like, like uh, now or? <laughs> 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 or any time. Does one have to actively be seeking out what his problems are in order for the amuna to work past and uh, through these steps to work past the denial? Or does it happen? I, it's probably a good idea to, you know, engage in, try some kind of uh, self analysis. You know, not, not going crazy, but, you know, like watching trying to see, okay, are things okay? Could they be better? Is there something that I'm sort of like, just like giving up on? Maybe I don't really have to give up on it yet. Maybe there's something that I resigned myself to. It could be a lot of things. Oh, man. Like that, like, that are not really so okay, but like, we just like, we don't see a solution, so we just like, sort of like, shove it aside. Okay, I guess that's how it's supposed to be in the like what happens when you like read something very basic and you don't see how this this is I can I can match with this as the show says Yisoid Shairish she's barer she's ames eitzel ha'adam ma'achar v'asar be'lamay ulamat sarich sheyosim ma'batay umagamasay b'chol asher u'amil there's no point in this is the whole thing there's no point trying to hide from it so before we get to like what is it even what, what is that answer even before we get to the answer do we know anybody that has an awareness a clarity of their that they are focused on no. I know my chayva clearly <laughs> in such a way that I want to pursue it and I will do everything in my life, everything that I am doing, that I'm working at, I am focused on. On that. So, so what, what is really happening? Okay, read it. Okay, weiter. So like, oh, can I, can I do this? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, right. So what's happening? We are conditioned in, so it's like, like blocking ourselves from the pain of not knowing how to put this into the Maisa. And it could be by, you know, lots of things. You see, there's a Mitzvah, there's a Oh, but I hate that guy. Okay, I guess uh, somehow, whatever, and, you know, right. You know. Say, no, you have to find a way how not to hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you could find a way. Don't be so, don't be so fast. Well, I don't see a way. Okay, goodbye, Charlie. No. So, so. Do you know anybody really understands Mr. Lashem's answer? Tell us, find somebody to say, yeah. That's your chiyat, to be misanig Hashem. Can anybody explain this? Can you find somebody who can explain this? So what's really going on? I don't, I'm not sure, I don't know, but my assumption is 
that Jai Gividus, oh, sounds nice. Do I, do I really understand this? Oh, not so much like Givait. No, I have to be okay with not understanding in order to even be aware that there's something here that I don't really understand or don't really know yet how to put this into Lamaisa. This, this could be a lot of work. But if we, if we didn't skip Dakdama, so we know Mrs. Sharm was really concerned, you know, about there needs to be a lot of work to understand Mahua Yira, Mahua Ava, Mahua Dvekus, and nobody's learning it. Nobody's pursuing the Chachma of Mahua Yira, Mahua Ava. I think, yeah, I know, yeah, Yira's Hashem is afraid, Ava's Hashem, love Hashem, Dvekus, Dvekus, Mrs. Dvekus, okay, Vaita. So there's some Chachma there. Hey, Yira's Hashem, he Chachma, I don't know what Chachma. Okay, I respect him, but I don't understand the Vaita. So to be able to be okay with not understanding or knowing that there's a lot that I don't understand yet. Chomos Lovis writes in Cheshman 24, you have to relearn when you, when, when you come to a stronger Seichel. I'm not sure how old that is. It doesn't say exactly what age. It could be like continuous, you know. It's just, the Bar Mitzvah is still pretty young, okay. Base Medrash, Kaila, 40, you know, Ben Abar Mlabina, who knows what, you know, 50s. I don't know what is the point, maybe it's like continuous thing. You have to relearn everything you learned as a young person, where the Seich was not yet fully developed, as if you never saw a letter of the Torah before. Kimisha le ra davar me'olam. How is that even possible? We don't know. <laughs> when, when, when the Shiva saw the Prager, Prager's sons wrote about Rabbi Vega that when they learned with him, it was Kila who was learning it for the first time as if he never learned the sugi before. She was numbers How is that possible? Rabbi Vega could arrest, it's like a nace, like, like a moifis. Like you can arrest the memory. I don't know anything. I'm learning the sugiya from scratch. So. It's not a simple matter to learn something as if you, but say, okay, whatever I learned before may be, may have been very <laughs> yeah. limited. Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah, you just wait two weeks. <laughs> okay, thing. so you're in good shape. Yeah. So you can learn it. Just wait one week. You yeah, can learn exactly. it. Again, I so you can learn it. as a bardas, without the ingrained false childish concepts, which we don't have to enumerate, which is not enough time to enumerate. So, it sounds like this so that's process. a big job. That's a big job to be to accept the fact that I don't really know a lot of the Torah, even the very basic things. That's a big challenge to try to be accepting of. That's a big job to take on. And don't expect anybody to do it for you because no one is going to do it for you. You can help to get some skills, to know how to read, how to think, but no one's going to give you even if you could be given on a silver platter, which you can, but no one's going to give you even on a non-silver platter. (laughs) (laughs) The job, the involvement, the struggle of understanding. It sounds like all of this So if you want to take that on, which of course you have to. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Um, But some, some comforts, get from Rebbein Bechaya on the fourth parak of Avos, where he says that a person will learn more from the Torah than he learns from his Rebbein. What does that mean? Learn more from the Torah, meaning 
once he has the skills, the ability, like came he already knows how to understand the Torah, then the Torah will teach him more chachma, even than his rebellion taught him. They give him a foundation, he has ability, but then he has to take it. Like Rav Tali said, when Rav David went to Slavotka, Rav Tali said, I have no more Torah for him. So he asked, so he knows all your chedushin? Rav Tali said, no, but I gave him the keys. Now he has to unlock the oitzers. He has the keys. He's already a complete lamb. That's what <laughs> it was, 90. So he has the keys to the table. Now he has to, he has to unlock all the oitzers. This whole process seems to start with um, a, a level of amuna of, of, of knowing and understanding that everything all the time is to, uh, to get the maximum level of good. And, and from there, it, it, it spirals into... Yes, figuring out all your problems um, with a few steps in the middle. That's a very high level of Imuna. It's like the whole, without that, such a tremendously high level of Imuna, the whole process is impossible. So you spend your whole life until you're 90 years old working on Imuna, and then, and then when you're 95, you'll the hero. I, I think I've been insecure my whole life. Oh, so now <laughs> we don't know, you don't know yet whether it will take 90 years, because although it may look like it, that's okay. Um, I saw amazing Pirish and the Sefer Mesulsa Sharim. It's called Pikayin. And why the Mesulsa Sharim brings at the end of the heroes, even if a person does make his best good effort, he cannot overcome the Eitzar on his own. Only if Hashem helps, like Mor Kedushin says, that Machal brings it also from Derech Hashem, Machal Pesalavis brings it. It's like, even though we have to do our, our own Bechir and our good work, but even with all our good work, it still has to be Hashem helping us. Why is it made it that way? That's another good question. But the question is, why is Amchal bringing this over here at the end of Zahiris? So how does it help for Zahiris? It's a nice thing to know, but how does it belong here? Why does it fit here? It says that a person should not be discouraged. He wants to be Zahir, and he sees, I cannot accomplish this on my own. Don't worry, you're not supposed to. You cannot. It should not bother you that it looks to you like you can't, because it has to come with Siyat Hashemaya. It's not sure that I'm a sense to Siyat Hashemaya. It has a Nimtza Atzmai Nezer Al-Adava. And that's my Mechazal about Abelotar Messiah and Isai. Claim my Yimtza Atzmai Nezer Al-Adava. It can be spooky sometimes a little bit. Um, other times more concealed, you know. But uh, so we don't know for sure that it's going to take 90 years. So do we have to work on 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 on, on Imuna? Yeah, it's Kedai. It's very there's a lot of mitzvahs that have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <a lot> of, <laughs> we have to be aware. We have to talk be some lay. We have to talk be misbeinin. It's not just like you know, you have it or you don't. Yeah, it's, but 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 the 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 basics of it, of course. Learning now, parshas, you know, these parshas, these right. It's all it's all meant to help us a little bit. We hope. Ramban says Hashem is not going to do a neis le'enek b'chol dar. Sometimes, yeah. But he's not going to do a neis b'chol dar, le'enek kol kaifer. Therefore, the Torah gave us so many mitzvahs, zeichel t'yis mitzrayim, k'day that we should hold on to this very tightly. Of course, it has to be with the, it all comes together. Because if it's just forcing myself to have a munah, to be religious, so then there's resistance. But if I know that, no, it's not to be religious. The Torah is not religion. Not forcing myself. It's all good. It's only for my benefit. But it's not so, not so natural. Oh, it needs to be 
pursuit. It needs to be embraced. It needs to be focused on. It needs some yagiya on my part. Okay, but I'm not afraid of it. It's not going to be chaining me into a prison. It's going to be giving me wondrous good things. Okay, let's, let's, let's help it. Oh, there's going to be... I'm, now I'm going to become aware of challenges before I can deny them. Don't worry, I'll be okay with them. <laughs> I'll be able to handle it. They're not going to be overwhelming me. It's so hard to hear like that going without being on an extremely high level of Amuna. Um, okay, so the only way to find out is if we experiment. See, that's the good thing about talking about topics that are new and, 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 and interesting and, and unf- like, you know. So no one, can, no one can, you can't say to me, did you do this yet? So I'm also learning about this, you know. It's also, so, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying a little bit. I think it did help on one situation. Yeah. It did help one situation. Where I think I was able to hop what really was going on. It was tough to realize, but I, really, I was able to hop what's really going on that I was not able to realize before this is the, and take a very different approach to the situation. The that the is giving us, the Mahalik, to discover your problems without working past the denial. I never can think of one time that it worked. Um, oh, well, now, one second. If you're telling me I'm giving you the Mahalik, that means that there might be other Mahalikim. <laughs> so, uh, so let's, let's put out the whole list and, you know, we'll choose, you know, from among the smorgasbord of Malchim. And or we'll try, you know, different, different, different Malchim. It doesn't have to be only one. <laughs> if this makes sense, if this makes sense, then it's Gedai to try with as much as moon as we have. What is Hashem giving to us? A challenge that we cannot engage in, that we cannot utilize, that we cannot try to, you know, be successful at? No, it's only giving us, it only makes sense to be giving us what is shaykh to us. So we can hope that, you know, Rashiva said this idea the summer after he said, Hashem only gives us challenges that we can handle. We have to worry about, you know, shaykh will come up and we're not going to be able to, to answer it and what's going to be. Hashem gives us challenges that we can handle. Hashem gives us, it's all the same idea. So even that challenge of having enough emuna, to have enough awareness, to know our challenge, <laughs> is to see what we have. And the the more that we work at it, the better it gets, and then we'll get more complex challenges that take more emuna to be aware of, to discover. Because <laughs> that'll also be part of it. Did I find that I was able to see it? Oh, now I can see it. For I never could have seen this. I never would have seen this before. <laughs> I don't want to shove this under the rug. But now that I've got a little bit more amuna, uh, more accepting what Hashem is sending me, I could realize that yeah, this is a big challenge here. This is a big struggle here. That's okay. <laughs> Hashem can help me with it. He has a reason. He has a good. He has a good plan. Like I say, no matter how crazy it is, that's also part of the moon. That's we can't understand the dark Hashem. 
Ksav Sefer says by Paraduma. It's not meant to not try. I should try to understand Paraduma. The, the, the morale says in the beginning we can understand just not completely so it's always like trying to go a little further because we can't really get it completely but mixas we can understand it says we should try to understand it and then come to realize that it's the mile from our that's how that's with all the good effort that I a real chacham would put in he still sees okay this is it's also part of Wouldn't it be more effective for myself to just bypass the whole Imuna part and just work on self-awareness and probing yourself and, you know, pushing I don't, your I don't, I don't think... My, my hunch is that it won't happen. Because since we don't want to be aware of things that are difficult and unpleasant and confusing and hard, so then we'll tell ourselves that we'll find a pshat that is not the truth. We have to be able to accept whatever it might be that Hashem is sending Which we do twice a day, no? The part of the Kabbalah Samach HaShemayim is the Kabbalah, whatever, up, up until Ad Kedai, and up until and including even Mysterious Nefesh Mavish. That's Nichlan Kabbalah Samach HaShemayim. It says in Shulchan Aruch, Shem Kabbalah HaShemayim, Be'ema, Be'yira, and the breasts of Zion, and the Bach says, brings to the supposed to be even at today Kiddush Hashem so we're doing that anyway <laughs> maybe to spend like you know another couple of seconds on Kiddush so it would be actually give up your life then you have to go right so you have to make Tchis <laughs> Mason. no then we should send it back okay we'll come back to life Okay, I think that pretty much covers it. I'm not even going to look back and see. We can hope that. I was getting thrown out the notes. I think this is good. This is good. I hope everybody is keeping the notes. And you know, I, I, I hope we're supposed to have a breakfast together yeah. on well, Sunday morning. Sunday. So maybe, maybe we can continue oh, over yeah. there, over there, also. Yeah. Okay.